You're listening to Starshot, a Cortex actual play. I'm Kirby, your host and Game Master, and this is a Zed and Cole chapter. The silhouette stands over Cynthia Calhoun, glancing down at her. Its form flickers out of existence for a moment, its hand jutting forward a little bit, hovering over her head, and it hovers there for a few seconds as Cynthia herself squirms, strapped to the medical bed that she has been kept in captivity to and being brought to consciousness from the coma that had been chemically induced. Doc seems unaware of any sort of shenanigans going on, and so does Sam, our security thyroid, who waits quietly by the door, arms crossed, but seemingly ready to handle any sort of situation that might unfold. The silhouette flickers again, and this time it doesn't really come back. Cynthia Calhoun's eyes flutter open and flit uh, from Doc's face to presumably Zed's face as uh, Zed, you approach the bed. What do you do? Belvie's dead. Does that mean anything to you? She is still groggy, um, but she seems to comprehend what's going on. Her lips are chapped. Her face is completely pallid. And she tries as best as she can, given her fetters, uh, to shrug nonchalantly. <clears throat> water, please. I motioned to uh, Sam to get her a glass of water. Yeah. Uh, so uh, instant later, Sam is at her side, basically giving her some water um, since she's not able to uh, drink herself. So she's sipping from a straw, I suppose. Her head rests against the uh, back of the bed here. And this time she asks you a question. How long? How long have I been out? What what time is it? About a day. Did you get some rest? I don't think I had a choice in that. So I take it you didn't get a chance to talk to Carol. No, not before he put a bullet in his head. (laughs) What a fucking coward. I'm sorry, um, your name is Cynthia, right? Yeah, so I guess, like, between the two of you, can you two, like, remind the audience and myself what Cole's new body looks like and how he might be talking? I suppose, at a minimum, there's probably some sort of speaker on your person, right? Yeah, I'm very curious as to how this looks. Uh, So Cole basically looks like Wally. And, uh, yeah, he just has these big treads that he moves around on. Probably, like, a little head with a camera on it. And maybe a speaker on his front side. The big thing I remember was that it had like a single claw hand. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Cynthia is kind of confused. She can't like really move in her uh, in her bed right now too much. And I think perhaps you're just barely tall enough to get like the camera over the bedside to look at her. Um, and so she meekly like looks in your direction and she says, uh, yeah, Cynthia. Cynthia, do you now or have you ever worked for Cole Reinhardt? She closes her eyes and uh, rolls her head back into a more relaxing uh, position. And she doesn't answer. Excuse me, I asked you a question. 
I think she turns her head towards Zed and says, Oh, so are we just letting any robots uh, interrogate me now, huh? Well, why don't you get the janitor in here, too? <laughs> wow. That is that is very rude. Please, please answer the tiny robots' questions. I think at this point we probably need a role here uh, to influence her into like actually being more cooperative i think uh we're just going to ask for one of you to do the role uh, but the other can loan a skill die to assist on top of that uh she basically has like a complication uh right now where she's just like drugged and out of it right so i think i'm going to give you all an extra d8 to roll with whatever else is in your dice pool do you think that my um my distinction could come into play here my, my distinction is basically I am the heir of the Reinhardt Industries fortune and I can say, do you know who I am? Do you know who my dad is? My father will speak to you. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you want to like reveal the, if you want to reveal that fact, you can absolutely roll that distinction. Um, that is actually also a good opportunity to maybe earn yourself a plot point by doing that first trigger there where you gain a plot point for rolling a d4 instead of that d8. Um, but that's up to you. Uh, it's just like, to me, it's like, what are you talking about? You're a robot, right? <laughs> okay. I will make that roll with a d4 instead of a d8. You, the two of you start with a single plot point. So, Cole, you would then have two plot points. Um, I have set the stakes to 11, uh, so yeah. And I rolled a 9. I think Zed here can probably loan you his influence die, which is a d10, actually. Oh, that brings it up to an 11. Uh, you only keep the highest two dice, unless you spend plot points to to earn, uh, to like tally more dice in, in the total. I guess to like put it in other words, like you can uh, no matter how big of a dice pool you're rolling, you're only keeping the two highest results and adding those together. Uh, plot points lets you um, add a single die per plot point um, that you've already rolled. You're not, just to be clear, like you're not rolling new dice. You're just adding the dice that you've already rolled um, to the tally. So you do have two plot points. You uh, you technically have seven and adding the two twos would be a uh would be 11 and you have to beat the target number um so because ties go to the defenders so i wouldn't even spend uh i wouldn't even spend um plot points on this so i think what happens um as you roll a seven is that uh cynthia is i think well actually i think what we're gonna do um is kind of fail forward here. Uh, I think Cynthia is going to give you some information, and I think she's just going to answer that immediate question, and says, uh, and she answers this way while her eyes are closed, um, partly because she has a bright light like looming over her. Right, she says, "Cole Reinhardt Senior is a great man," and that's really all she says about that. I want to ask Cole uh, telepathically, so is he a great man? That's a very political response she just gave, neither confirming nor denying, but it's essentially a confirmation to me. I'm not hearing anyone talking, so I suppose you all are doing your robot 
voodoo bullshit and talking behind my back. We'd like to talk with you, but you're not being particularly forthcoming. It's called processing, ma'am. I don't have very much RAM in here. Well, perhaps you should download some more. That's that's not how it works. When am I being let go? Who says you are being let go? You destroyed part of my ship. I'll tell you what. You, uh... Give me a shuttle off of here. I'll tell you how you can stop the Renewed from being destroyed. So I think Zed just steel-faced, turns around, um, and starts walking away with uh, with Doc and Sam and I assume Cole in tow. And uh, he does this very abruptly, basically hoping that if she has information that she wants to add, uh, this is her chance to do it. Otherwise, we won't be speaking much anymore uh so zed i think we're gonna have you do a role to kind of like put on the show um or to uh get her talking um by just clearly just uh you know disregarding like any leverage that she might have and i think i think that could potentially work so yeah yeah seems like that might be a social and trick uh both of which zed is kind of bad at (laughs) <laughs> that's okay you still have the extra d8 because i think the complication i mentioned earlier is still relevant add that to your dice pool i'm rolling right now uh stakes have been set to 10 you have your social you have your trick you have d8 from her complication so yeah you rolled a three and two jinxes you almost botched this roll actually so you're you actually because uh, we don't count ones you actually only rolled the three so I just trip as I'm doing this and just faceplant and look really embarrassed. The lot of you begin walking out. I think she uh, she says very weakly, Wait, pl- please, I'm fine, I'll tell you what you want to know. I, I, I think Zed turns around uh, and says, Now that's better. Uh, and then we approach her and wait to see what she says. Actually, I think... Uh, Ooh, yeah, actually, I do want to buy those plot points from you. Because uh, we're already failing forward, I should give you something. And I think I have a certain number in my head for what she's about to re- uh, reveal, and I think I'm just going to speed it up. Um, it'll get reflected by this complication. But uh, So I'll tell you complication here in a second. But she tells, uh, she tells you first and foremost uh, about how uh, over a week ago, uh, as a contingency plan should her efforts uh, fail she had used her contacts and her know-how basically to reroute uh, some of the asteroid mining drones uh, that are out there in space right now so essentially because of the great uh, the green proposal that prevents um, large-scale mining and stuff for resources on Janus due to the accords that were signed like 30 years ago, right? Uh, a lot of mining is actually done via uh, remote-controlled um, remote controlled drones who go out into the asteroid belt uh, and move asteroids and uh, meteors and such um, to fairly close by so that it could be mined and then the resources which are then like refined on spot can then be uh, shipped to the renewed or even down to the colony, etc., uh, so she's telling you about how she 
altered logs and uh, basically removed any details from the scans um, and disabled like any sort of uh, warning bells that you might have gotten for like collision reports. This is all to say she arranged for several uh, small asteroids to hit a trajectory that would basically hurl themselves uh, into the renewed uh, should should she have failed. Uh, they have been like on this trajectory for over a week now. And yeah, by your understanding of um, of timing, this would imply that you have like maybe a day before these asteroids collide with the renewed. And so the complication that you have here is a D8 complication running out of time. Okay. I, like, actually want to throw Cynthia out an airlock at this point. Like, this is the same bullshit I've dealt with for episodes and episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. So I think this is the first thing Zed says to her after she revealed all of this. Do you have any other secret plans to destroy my station and all of my projects? That's what I was sent here to do. I wasn't supposed to be on this ship. I was supposed to be back supposed to be back home that's now carol on the other hand uh, he wasn't he wasn't supposed to be here carol belby had been working with mr reinhardt for some time now he was supposed to he was supposed to push back push through he's supposed to push through and he, she's um her vitals uh, on the nearby monitor are starting to um, decline, but she does um, answer your question uh, as Doc and his assistant begins to monitor the situation closer. And she says, you're supposed to push legislation through to arrange for all the clones to be offloaded and transported to the research hub. You didn't do that. I don't understand why you would do that. Mr. Reinhardt thinks that we are better suited staying on Janus. He, he says he knows how to control the world's soul. She licks her uh, cracked and dry lips, um, her head rolling uh, as much as she can uh, to look over at her own vitals that are showing on the screen that's just barely out of her sight and she asks what's happening to me i don't i don't feel too well zed turns to sam and uh well basically he, he orders him to to act on this to help her to understand what's going on with her vitals well also just as a reminder um doc did inform you before waking her up if you recall um, that she is a genetically altered clone um, that basically they use techniques to accelerate her aging uh, to adulthood because normally it takes like months to do that um, but instead uh, with because of these techniques like she never had that long to live to begin with um, yeah okay maybe, maybe let's try that again I turn to Doc what's happening to her doc is already on it he has a screen uh, up and he's uh, he's basically consulting with the data that's like streaming across the screen right doc reports her situation is declining more rapidly than i thought 
wait, hold on a moment. Uh, he brings up a scan of like her brain activity, but then also like essentially changes the filter um, from like brain activity to body temperature for some reason, right? And what you see is a rise in temperature at the back of her brain and Doc begins like typing away uh, at the virtual keyboard uh, and says we did not catch this on the first scan. It's while he's like looking this over uh, Cole Zed uh, that you know is the flicker of that magenta phantom as it were uh, arriving on scene again flickering in and out hand over uh, Cynthia's head and then flickering out of resistance entirely as Doc turns in reports. It's very curious. She has the same chip that Guardians of Edens use uh, t in order to communicate with one another telepathically and to integrate with the hive mind that they have built for themselves. Wow, that's some pretty advanced tech. I'm trying to remember, was Guardians of Eden one of the other original factions? That was McKinley's faction. Okay, yeah. That's what I thought. The chip in the head that the Guardians use uh, was established by him in Season Zero. Right, yeah. I remember something like that. Yeah, and if you recall, um, actually I think Cole might recall this, as Cole was the one that helped the Guardians uh, with their seizures that they were having. Basically, uh, the chips were that they had implanted in their heads were causing them seizures for some reason um, while they were planned side and caused many to either die or slip into comas. Cole, Cole Reinhardt Jr. wouldn't uh, recall that, but Cole Sr. would know. Right, yeah. And that was all Season Zero stuff. I actually used like, a lot of the stuff that you guys gave me in Season Zero to inform stuff, but yeah. Nice. Uh, so yeah, basically Doc tells you that uh, Cynthia apparently has one of these chips in her head. Well, I say we toss her out the airlock. Well, why do you say that? I dislike her immensely. I see. Do you know anything about these chips? Uh, about this chip? Does it pose any threat to us? Um, I mean, keep your sensitive information to yourself, but that's about it. She's probably communicating with Cole or someone back at our HRH. Doc, what's going on with her vitals? Her core body temperature is rising. Here soon, she's going to be experiencing seizures. And as if on cue, she begins to convulse uh, in her bed. Um, followed by uh, a cascade of organ failure. We do not figure out a way to correct this issue. It appears that the chip is overclocking itself to a point of, of overheating. How great would it be if he said organ failure, and then the organ failure immediately started? <laughs> <laughs> and then her eyeballs will explode, and then they just do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do we have some plot points? Zed, you yourself just got two more plot points, so you have three plot points total. Cole has two plot points, and I always start with one. Okay. Or uh, one for each player, so I have two plot points. I'd like to spend a plot point to create some kind of stabilizer the state so it's going to be a very rough solution because we obviously don't have something custom made for this but something that essentially locks the state of a computer chip so like the chip in her mind uh whatever activity is happening on it, it essentially like freezes it and sure 
we'll see what happens. Essentially how you normally interact with uh, locked doors like you were going to do when you were trying to get to Carol Belvey, uh, where you just use like NFC to try to link up with uh, remotely with a device, right? And so you surge forward. Um, Doc is at your side. And I think you wordlessly communicate your plan with Doc, perhaps. Uh, which is all to say he, he's going to give you a die to help you out with this. But yeah, you place your the palm of your hand hovering uh, inches away. Not unlike how the Magenta Phantom was placing its hand over Cynthia Calhoun's face. And yeah, I think your palm glows uh, blue. Your eyes begin to flicker uh, a with a royal blue light. And uh, yeah, you're you're trying to remotely um, disable or at least lock functions on this chip, right? So uh, I think this is going to be an operate roll from uh, from your part. Okay. Uh, I think I'm just going to roll 2d8 for this. Uh, so I have actually rolled an opportunity. You can spend a plot point to buy that opportunity to roll back a complication. It doesn't even have to be relevant to the situation. Um, in this case, uh, the only complication on the board right now is running out of time due to the uh, apparent asteroids that have been jettisoned your way. Yeah, I'd like to roll that back. Okay, uh, so that will step down from a d8 to a d6 uh, at a cost of a plot point. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you still have your roll to make. Uh, stakes were set to six, okay. so not overly high. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah, that is really good. Uh, that's 21. So uh, you're going to get a D8 for Big Damn Hero Die. The two of you, uh, side by side, like linked together, uh, begin working on trying to disable or somehow stop the chip that's in her head. And sure enough, uh, after a minute where Doc is constantly monitoring the situation and reporting it, of like how uh, her liver is failing and the kidneys look like they might be next, etc., that kind of stuff. Her condition begins to stabilize as the chip in her head begins to... Well, actually, I'll let you choose. You can just shut it off completely or um, at least adjust it to where it's not overclocking. Might as well just shut it down, right? Cole, do you know what would happen if we shut down this chip? I know it would stop her from telepathic communication. I don't know if it would have an adverse effect on the rest of her brain. I have not studied these chips that closely. Well, I guess that's a risk we'll have to take. Uh, so, and then I give the order to Doc to shut down. Or I, I guess I'm doing it, so I'll shut down the chip. Okay, you shut down the chip. Her convulsing has stopped at this point, but she's definitely unconscious again. If you really wanted, you can have Doc medically, like, awaken her with perhaps, like, a shot of adrenaline again. But, yeah, like, that that probably wouldn't do too well in the long run for her uh, health, which I know you probably don't really care about at this point. But that is to say, like, even with the shot of adrenaline given her, um, her medical status right now, uh, she wouldn't have too long with you anyways. Okay. Uh, so I turn to Sam and... Uh... I ask him, uh, I want you to get me the status on those asteroids. I want to know uh, exactly how much time we have left, if, if they're even real. Right away, sir. And before he leaves, he does glance over to Cole's new robot body, but he takes his leave and begins to head up to the bridge. Doc uh, reports that he can stabilize her condition, and he can attempt to slow down her dying, but she has maybe a day at best. 
And from the sounds of things, it sounds like the Renewed has maybe a day at best. So with that said, where do we go from here? Okay, I, I think we need to work on solutions for this asteroid situation. Aren't we on a ship? Can we move? We're on a space station, so I assume we're just... We're just like stationary? In, in an orbit, okay. yeah. Yeah, you're in orbit. And I think I used up all my story points, right? Uh, no, I think you just used one to buy that uh, opportunity, right? Okay, so I have one left? You should have two. I, I have two left? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm trying to remember what the damage was on the Aspiration. Engines were knocked out. The bridge was knocked out. Right, okay. The hangar was going to be knocked out. And basically the damage assessment uh, would set back the colony like at least five years by your best estimates. Like, And that's a very optimistic estimate, right? Right. But needless to say, like the colony who thought that they would be leaving within like a year or two uh, can now expect to be on Janus several more years because the aspiration was like pretty much done it had even done um dry runs through the uh, star system yeah okay zed can i have a word with you yes yes what is it cole i i don't know if you're going to be able to save this place uh, i recently very recently actually come to terms with the fact that everything that my father has ever taught me about personal liberty and making your own choices in life was a lie he doesn't care about that he just wants to keep us all planet side so he can control us i don't know if you're going to be able to save your space station but what i know is the only way to stop this going forward is to take him out so what do you think should we evacuate okay i think zed is very much grappling with this zed i guess for your point of reference a large-scale evacuation of uh, the full complement of clones and biroids would take several hours um Probably looking at about eight hours at the quickest uh, to get everyone off the renewed. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Zed, Zed is very pained by this, despite him being a uh, mechanical bioroid, you know, in, in his body, in, in his movements, you, you know, you can tell he's like, he's racked with the weight of, it's not just being about the aspiration, but all of the ambitions that uh, he had a lot of ambitions for the bioroids as a people, and they were tied up in the aspiration and the renewed. Um, and he, and so he he's struggling with this. He's, you know, he, he's looking around the uh, station at his surroundings. He's looking, at, I think Doc is still nearby, and he looks at Doc, uh, and he looks back at Cole and he says, I think you may be right. I don't see a way out of this. We, we just, we don't have the resources. We don't have the means to shift our orbit. He calls in to, or I don't know if Sam is there now, but he, he sends an order to Sam to begin evacuation procedures. I think what happens is probably half a minute later, uh, the emergency lights turn on in all the rooms and corridors, and we have like several shots of uh, clones going about their business, biroids, and everyone just pausing as this goes on and klaxons begins to uh, go off, and then an announcement can be heard over the uh, station's like intercom, uh, telling everyone that this isn't a drill, uh, that a full-scale... Are, are you going for a full-scale evacuation? I guess I should probably ask. Yeah, so to do something like this, I, I guess we'd need 
coordination with high command because we don't exactly have many other places to go. Yeah. Uh, there, okay. And there is, and I, and I guess like there's the question of what happens with the Myroids, what happens with the clones. I don't, I, I think essentially it's going to be, I, I think Zed would prioritize getting the Byroids off and together in some location. I'm not sure what, what that would look like yet. And then as, as a secondary, yeah, like he's not necessarily good. Well, I'm thinking, I think he, I think he gives the order to send all the clones back to their sections where they're at rest, where they're not actually, like, working and are moving about the station. And he also gives the order to to seal them up in their quarters. Okay. So I think it will just be the Bioroids that are going to be leaving. And I'm not, I'm not sure that he... And I think he would also keep this secret from Cole. Although, Cole, Cole, Cole will see what's going on here, so... <laughs> okay, so uh, you're... Ordering a evacuation of just the Byroids and the clones are going to be um, kept in shelter here. Or are you just merely prioritizing the Byroids and then maybe getting the clones off if you can? Yes. So I, I think the struggle that Zed has is where do we... I may be creating problems for myself here, but where do we put the clones? We can bring the Byroids somewhere else, but the rest of the world... Uh, apart from High Command, doesn't really know about the clones. And I think Zed is trying to solve a problem before it becomes a problem by just leaving the clones on the station. Yeah, so Cole, basically, um, people understand on Janus that, uh, you know, contractors will uh, occasionally be shipped up to uh, the Renewed, but it's generally the understanding of the colony as a whole that that the workforce is largely Byroids that are working on the Renewed and the Aspiration, and the occasional, like, human contractor. Uh, so, yeah, there there aren't supposed to be clones, at least not in these numbers that you've seen around the ship in your brief time here, working on the ship. Now I understand. Do, do you actually say that to Zed in character? Yep. I, I don't agree with it, but I know how it is. You gotta cover your tracks. Zed's like, I didn't know you were cool, Cole. All right, let's do this. (laughs) 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 Okay, so Zed, while you are coordinating that effort, Cole, uh, what are you doing or thinking of yourself right now? Uh, Like, how do you want to go about this? Cole is probably having as much of an anxiety attack as a robot can have. He's like going around thinking I should gather up my things and then realizing he doesn't have anything to gather up. Okay, yeah. I'd probably ask at some point where we are planning on landing. Are we going to Stepping Stone? Yeah, okay. Now I'm trying to remember. I haven't had to think about the geography of the planet, basically, at all, because I've been aboard a space station this whole time. So yeah, we've got Stepping Stone. Stepping Stone is uh, basically the main city. Uh, and I assume the like headquarters of High Command would be there. Yeah, so actually Stepping Stone is at the site uh, where High Command landed in Season Zero. Right. Uh, So that wound up being the site for the capital city. And then uh, Stepping Stone is like the largest city with like 
a population of like roughly 50,000 people, uh, which is the majority of the colonists. And that obviously doesn't count clones. Why would you count yeah. clones? But anyways, <laughs> uh, and then... That's, at some point, uh, if Cole can get a hold of you, he will like pull you aside and be like, I would like to land in Stepping Stone. I have a house there. I have some snooping I'd like to do there. That's not the reason why we're going, but we will be going to Stepping Stone. So we already know what your plans are regarding the clones. Okay, cool. What are your plans regarding Cole? He's not a byroid. Cole can... Cole can uh, I, I'm going to keep Cole close with me. So Cole's just going to be following me around wherever I go, hopefully. And if he doesn't, that's... We can have a very difficult talk, but... (laughs) (laughs) I I will agree with that for now. Uh, But I wouldn't be offended if you chose to just dump me off in Stepping Stone either. Or seal you up with the clones. (laughs) That I would be offended by. (laughs) Well, I I, I think... Cole, Cole, uh, Zed sees Cole as a valuable asset at this point. Because clearly... Uh, the Reinhardt family is in some way connected to uh, to um, Zed's problems. And so he hopes to be able to use Cole in some way to counter that. Yeah, I think our interests are starting to align at this point. Yeah, I would say so. So I think in this uh, scenario, what we should do to see if any complications like arise is uh, Zed you basically need to get on the horn everyone who needs to be informed right um, that this is happening so you can make arrangements and stuff and also like coordinate uh, people around and obviously like there's the potential risk of like the clones starting to get a little like confused by the situation right uh, so we're going to have you do a role Uh, to represent you just taking command of the situation uh which is say i think i think we're probably going to look at your influence and your specialty there would apply and then probably a social leader of the renewed etc so uh, while you're building that dice pool um i think this is going to be i think the procedure itself is probably average so that's like a d6 but i'm also going to roll a d8 with that uh, when i set the stakes Okay. And stakes have been set to nine. Oh, so if I take the D8 now, I get a, a D6 complication the last rest of the episode? Yeah, or whenever it makes sense for it to go away. Right. Well, that was just a one, so I think it's just my five and my nine that apply to this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you rolled two uh, jinxes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I rolled a nine to set the stakes, but you rolled a 14, which actually gives you a big damn hero die of a D8. Um, I'm going to... I'm not going to buy those jinxes. So, yeah, I, I think over the next few hours, uh, you begin to coordinate with high command um, planet side. Uh, thankfully, the renewed does like pass over Stepping Stone fairly frequently throughout the day as it uh, orbits Janus, and so you're able to get this message uh, out pretty quick. High command officials uh, obviously want a full report, but if the urgency is there, uh, they won't be expecting that full report until later. So I think what happens here is uh, they coordinate with you in a short uh, matter of time to arrange for Byroids to land at a barracks located just out, like, yeah, a barracks located just outside of Stepping Stone. 
um, where they will intake the biroids. Zed, you get from this conversation, and you would understandably know, because it's like need to know, uh, that they are unaware of the clone complement to your crew, so clones don't even come into the equation unless you bring it up. Who's unaware? Uh, the Just the... Just the high command officials oh. that you're talking with. To execute this order, you're not necessarily talking to the highest ranking officers, right? Um, yeah. You you just simply need to, like, notify certain officials and, yeah. And but the highest are, ranking yeah. people know about the clones. They, yeah. The highest ranking people would know about the clones. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's need to know. So um, not every high command officer knows about the clones on Janus. Okay. Um, so unless you bring it up, uh, they're just coordinating with you to depart any civilian contractors, which is are, which is to say any normal humans, uh, which actually would include, if you recall, uh, Commander Flores and Strauss, who right. were supposed to be the, uh, the captains for the aspiration. Yeah. Are you sealing them away too, or are you? No, no, okay. I'm not sealing them away. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to minimize problems here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. Like, ah, you know, all all humans clones, they all look the same. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And while you're doing that, that that takes place over a few hours. I guess Cole, it seems like Zed is keeping you by his side. But you tell me, like, what are you doing? How how are you processing like the next few hours uh, until you're finally on the safety of a shuttle? Uh, probably not great. Um, and he probably would be sticking by Zed's side for the most part, which means he is now privy to the information that Zed is leaving all of these clones behind. I'm sure he has a good One reason. One thing I want to clarify is that uh, I think we also sealed up. So for Cynthia, I think we also just kind of hit the lock button on the med bay <laughs> that she was in. Just because I, I think people want to know what's happening with her character. Okay, yeah, sure. That's what she deserves, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, she, she'd been a... For whatever reason she's here for, which you guys learned apparently perhaps on behalf of Cole Reinhardt, she's uh, definitely a zealot through and through, uh, which is pretty much what I wanted to get through with this. Um, in any case, uh, yeah. I think since you're just offloading the bioroids and like essential supplies and stuff, um, and the various like shuttles, it we're basically just looking at perhaps a like three round trips of shuttles like going uh, down to uh, planet side to Janus. Um, I think we start a new scene where uh, we see Zed entering onto one of these shuttle buses uh, that are that's going to head down. Cole is rolling uh, on treads behind you. And I think for the benefits of our audience, um, I think we should maybe have like a candid discussion between Zed and Cole on this trip to figure out where the two of you are going next. And also that would benefit me as your game master. <laughs> uh, but uh, just, just to be clear, the bus is going to straight to the um straight to this fort uh, is probably more accurate to say um that's just outside of stepping stone where um much of high commands like um connection with the renewed is uh staffed and they have like landing pads there etc so we're, we're hurtling through the sky and you see a little um 
chat pop up on your HUD and you hear Cole's voice and he says, Zed, do you have a goal? I, I had a goal, uh, but that'll be shattered with the destruction of the renewed. I want to find the people who caused this. And if that's your father, I think we need to have a talk with him. I can lead you right to him with my clearance and your firepower. We can probably take him out. Maybe. Well, maybe we should do some research first. Uh, he has a research facility in Stepping Stone. I'm not sure how much he uses it still, but maybe we could start there. Okay. Cole, do you at any point like share the other research facility that your literal body is still at? Uh, yeah, I don't see why not. Cole will tell you about the secret research facility at the... Is it the South Pole? Yeah, it's by the South Pole, so uh, I, I forgot who introduced it to the setting, but someone chose to have energy barriers at the poles. Uh, so it's not in the South Pole, it's near the South Pole, oh, yeah. um, within view of this energy barrier. Yeah, uh, it's it's it was a, uh, as another reminder, it was a completely like off-the-books research facility. So that's, that's where he's headquartered, I, I know that at least. I think uh, I think it might be fitting for Zed to give some sort of speech to the Bioroids, and I don't know. We we might even time this with the destruction of the Renewed, because I imagine we'd all see that in the sky. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. So I I picture them. So they're at this barracks in Stepping Stone. You know, the time has approached when we knew the impact would happen between the asteroids and the Renewed. And the bioroids all silently file outside of the barracks to basically this outdoors, uh, the field nearby. And they're all just standing there still staring up at the small point in the sky that is the renewed. It flares out and there's a brightness to it. We see it disintegrate. Zed looks around to his people and he says, this was to be our crowning achievement. I, I had such high hopes for us. In time, we will rebuild and we will take up our proper place in this universe. If you stick with me, I can take us to that place. I, I can put the Bioroid species where it should be in, in this world, but I will need your help to do that. And then I guess we see how the Bioroids react to this, which I, I don't know if, that, if that's in my power to describe. I, I would describe it as like, you know, one by one, they all like look to turn their heads to Zed and they, let's say they slowly, uh, you know, one by one, they start to like raise their fists in the air. It's a very muted uh, celebration, or or it's a very, not celebration, but it's a very muted ceremony uh, because these are robots. They don't have a need to demonstrate much, but, uh, you know, e even though it, it's a small gesture that they all do together, uh, you know, it's, it's impactful. Uh, Cole raises his one claw in the air. All music and art provided for the show was done by Solid, aka James, who can be found in the show notes. If you would like to keep up with the latest Starshot news, follow us on Twitter at StarshotPod. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you among the stars.